my condolences to Nick Cannon and his family. Um, I can't imagine the loss of a child. Um, so uh, my heart just goes out to you and yours and prayers for you and yours. what time it is it's conscious by nature where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before the host money magnet pretty boys champ the scholar d lamar peace 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 the infamous one yes sir uh the genius is not here today man we miss you blessings hey matter of fact he doing his father thing Ah, too uh congratulations um aisha yes sir Baby Ty. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just graduated uh, Central State University, finished up. So uh, up, Pops congrats. is wrapping that up, bringing that home. So yeah. in his steadfast, we have a special guest, my man, Arthur Poindexter. So, uh, what's happening? Arthur, go ahead and uh, just grab the mic and tell him a little bit about yourself real quick. Uh, my name is Arthur Poindexter, man. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Uh-huh. Uh, my man Todd here, uh, one of the uh, teachers over at Ohio Media School. Uh, we crossed paths, and uh, here I am right now. Uh, newly married, been married for two years, still newlywed. Okay. Uh, 34 years old. Um, I'm in the same space uh, when it comes to audio and video as well. So I feel like I'm at home. I'm here with you guys. So thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. No, no doubt. No hey, doubt. I'm so glad I'm, to have you, King. Oh, I appreciate yes, sir. you, sir. Thank you, man. We got three kings on the set, man. Okay. 51, man, we miss you, though, dog, yeah, man. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Safe travels back home. Yes, sir. Uh, man, we got a good show planned for y'all today, man. So. Like, uh, you know the scholar is back, so you <laughs> know what time it is, man. So, um, if you have not already done so, please share this video. Sure. Subscribe to this channel. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, ConsciousByNature.org oh, apparel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, get that merch. Got it on right now. Check it out. The white hoodie. You can get it for Christmas. Free shipping. CBN614 is the code. So um, <laughs> support black business. Look out for us uh, if you can. And uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Scholar. Hey, man. You know, it's good to be back. You know, once again. Oh. What up? Nephew was whooping ass. <laughs> oh, talk about it. What's up? Yeah, man. So my son Bryce, you know, my guy, he's a senior in high school, excellent wrestler, varsity mm. wrestler, and he be putting them down, man. So three and zero last week of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw him crushing the dude in the pictures they put up, which is awesome. He really liked that though, but he do everybody like that. Yeah, I know he do. He do oh like man. That. Cool, um, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's good, man. So we want to get a little more serious right now, man. Uh, rest in peace to young Zen Cannon. Yeah. Five-month-old child of uh, Nick Cannon and um, Alyssa had brain tumors, man, and um, they lost him this week. You know, it's always awful to hear about any loss of life, yeah. especially young children who haven't even got a chance right. to do anything in this world, man. So... 
we want to uh, give a rest in peace, rest in heaven to that young, young little baby there. And um, rest yeah. in peace to Demarius Thomas, man. Yeah, that shocked me, man. You know, uh, 33 years old. You know, said he might have had a seizure while showering, man. So, uh, man, we've lost, you know, two people this week. You know, a, a, a gentleman of Demarius Thomas who wasn't he a Super Bowl champion as well? Did he win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got a ring with Peyton Manning. Yeah. In Denver. Yeah, yeah. Denver, yeah. yeah. Awesome receiver. And, you know, once people leave, uh, you know, the limelight, you really don't know what's going on yeah. with them. Unfortunate that he was gone is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, my condolences to Nick Cannon and his family. Um, I can't imagine the loss of a child. Um, so uh, my heart just goes out to you and yours and prayers for you and yours. Um, the same with the Marius Thomas family, man. And, you yeah. know, um, you know, we watched DT, man, ball out. You know what I mean? And I, I, I'm a football fan, so um, I seen what he can do on the field. And, you know, he was a tremendous player. And, um, yo, you remember that slant he caught Tim against um, from Tebow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo. First round. Yep. Just, like, just play. Just, like, yeah. that play just popped in my head to just stand out because, you know, Tebow's such a bum. He just, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, elevated uh, that cat, man. You know what I'm saying? Some cats are special. Come on, man. <laughs> Art, what's your football team? I'm a Vikings fan. Okay. So this year has been crazy because they, so I think I told Todd, I think a couple weeks ago, how they should have been undefeated at that point. When I went down the schedule, I'm like, they should have won this game, should have won this game. They should be 11 and 2 right now. All right. But I don't want to jump on that bandwagon. So, <laughs> so I know we got stick on topic, but. Well, uh, I just like to hear a different team. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings, man. That's, that's my team since Randy Moss came in the okay. league. I sit here with two guys who are fans of the same team. And it's like, I like to see something different. I'm not going to okay. say the team. I know you already know. You, you can see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, man. Conscious by nature, man. We send our love out to the families sure. and yeah. our condolences out to the families and our prayers, man. Yeah. Um, just stay strong. Black love over here. Oh, for sure, always. Uh, next topic. Yeah, man. Um, we had a new development this week in um the case of Casey Goodson in Columbus, Ohio. Last year in December, brother Casey Goodson was coming home. Um, he had just left Subway. He put his keys in his back door, and there was a cop that had got out and followed him to his door and shot him. This morning, the former Ohio deputy sheriff who shot and killed 23-year-old Casey Goodson Jr. charged with murder and expected in court today. Casey was wrongfully executed, and he did nothing wrong. The charges come nearly a year after the fatal shooting, Columbus authorities and Goodson's family providing different accounts of what happened that day. This day could not come soon enough. An autopsy revealing that Goodson was shot six times. My grandson just got shot. Five of those bullets entering his back. Goodson had a permit to carry a concealed weapon. His family insists he had no firearm in hand when he was shot. They say he had Subway sandwiches he was bringing home to them. 
Meade told investigators he saw Goodson waving a firearm and then pursued him until he got to his grandmother's house. Meade says Goodson was entering the back door with a weapon in hand and allegedly ignored commands to drop it when he shot him. Meade's attorney telling ABC News in a statement that Goodson was pointing the weapon at Meade and that he acted within his lawful duties as an officer. Um, the cops at that time stated that Casey had a gun. But his gun was registered to him and on him as concealed carry. And why would he pull it out on a cop when he's going into his home? It didn't make sense. So we've been trying to get justice for Casey Goodson for all this time. Now, a year later, they've indicted this policeman. So we are hoping for them to throw the book at this cop and let's get some justice for Casey, man. I, I agree, man. Um, in terms of myself personally, it's like it seemed like it just happened so often mm. that I'm becoming numb to it. And if I can compare it to like, you know, there I think there was a school shooting in Michigan, I think this week yeah. or last week. It's like I see it as like, oh man, another school shooting. So I remember when Columbine hit, like it kind of shut the whole world down. Yeah. It changed everything. You know, with Casey, like it sucks that it hits so close to home, especially because I know people live in that neighborhood as well. But uh, hopefully we can definitely get some justice for this young man and his family uh, that's still behind. Definitely. They did not deserve this at all, man. You want to know something? Yeah. I think that's going to be a theme. And it's a theme with most of our shows, especially in the black and brown communities, you use the term numb. Yeah. It's sad that we as black men or as black and brown people as a whole are numb to injustice. We're numb to killings in our own neighborhoods and society. We're numb to that. We're used to that. Yeah. When you when you hear about a cop doing something bad to us, it's like, oh, just like a regular day. Normal. You know what I mean? If 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 he if he don't do something extra, it's like <laughs> unusual. Come on, man. <laughs> if he ain't on some bullshit, then it's like, what? He wasn't on some yeah. bullshit? Yeah. Then then that's something to be like, but you know, um, for me personally, in this in this Casey Goodson, it 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 almost feel like why did it take so long? Man, like if if talk about that. If you are a shooter, you we know exactly what happened. We see the circumstances. Why do it take a whole year for the indictment to come down? Like like that shit should it's black and white. Just slapped the handcuffs on this man. Like he should have been indicted. Eight months ago. Right, like, right. it don't take that long to, for an indictment to come down. You know what happened. You've seen the evidence. Don't tell me you got to compile evidence over the, over a whole year, man. Miss me with this bullshit. Yeah. You can lock brown and, uh, black and brown people up for just minimum shit. Immediately. You, you got everything <laughs> laid out right here. Mm -hmm. You see what it is, and it take a whole year. Now, let's make sure we get the conviction on this. Please. See, but that's the problem. When we talk about mental trauma that black and brown people have, right. that numbness is trauma. Mm. You, we've all seen or been a, a part of a situation where we've had to deal with police yeah. or we've had to deal with injustice happening to someone <sighs> or something we know. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why they can vilify us even when we're innocent. I guess almost a shock, like when they are guilty. Mm. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? You almost think like, well, I know he's about to get off, so whatever. But when they found guilt, it's like, oh man, that really surprised me. We're yeah. gonna do some time. 
So yeah, you're right, bro. It's definitely a, a mental, it's a mental issue. Our mental health is very, it's a detriment like when it comes to these, these cop killings, bro. It just sucks. It's so close to home. When we got George Floyd's police officer convicted <laughs> of murder, that was like, I was wow. shocked. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying though. What's the conviction gonna be on this? Is we gonna get a conviction on this? Bro. Like this 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 wasn't George Floyd. This wasn't national news. Right, this right. didn't make it all the way to the front pages uh, yeah. of the New York Post. Bro, you that's feel a great, me? That's a great point. So like, or, city or, down. <laughs> what, what, what are we looking at right now? You know what I'm saying? What kind of justice are we expecting right now? What kind of conviction? Because this is murder. Yeah. Right. So, like, are we looking at a murder conviction or are we looking at possibly this man getting off? Like, like, because, like, in the Ahmaud Aubrey case, like. Ooh. I was those, holding my breath then. Those weren't officers. Right. This is a police officer. So, like, man, it. I, you know what, man? I just. I got an update on that. I don't want to see the I don't want to see the outcome of this man, but you know we're gonna get it, man. I hope it's it's just. Yeah. I hope it's it's what we're looking for. Um, like this is not manslaughter. This is murder. Yeah. So let's charge it and treat it as such. I don't know what took so long. You know, uh, you got anything else on that? No, I'm good, man. I think I said my piece. You got anything else on that? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to our next topic. My fault, man. Uh, you oh, know, man. I I ain't know if they was going to go in on that. But <laughs> yeah. since, you know, it happened in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. We shoot this podcast in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. We all live and located in Columbus, Ohio. So yeah. we will have a lot more updates on that for you as uh, the story develops and um, we find out more. So, um it's my next one. So I'm not certain of where this takes place, but it can be anywhere near you. <laughs> I'm on social. Hey man. Anywhere you're right. You're right. Anywhere. White supremacy you. is everywhere. Everywhere. Oh boy. <laughs> so we got a teacher. <sighs> white male white, white supremacist teacher. He's in a room in this video and he's being videotaped by a student talking to them and saying that white people are the supreme or superior race. Yeah, white power. We're the superior race. We're the Aryans. That's right. That's why we own everything. Everybody, you know, white people, we have made the world what it is. And so don't you forget that. Yeah, I have nothing against people of different color or anything. They can work for us. They can come and clean my house. That's fine. They can drive my cars. But we're the superior race. We're the ones that make everything work. That they made everything and control everything. That he doesn't have a problem with brown people or black people. They can work for him. They can drive his cars. But... That's it. They're not superior to them. They could they could they could clean his house. They could clean his house. <laughs> oh yeah. That oh, is yeah. funny, but still. <laughs> that's what he said. That that's that's the type of shit he was on. I mean, he's on it. And you know what? He we talk about the power of educators all the time. Yeah. This is a teacher in a room full of white students, quiet, having the ability, being stopped by no one. 
to have their full attention and give that information to them. Some of them are going to believe him. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to feel them, Most of them going to believe him because not only that, he's not speaking that in a room somewhere on the south side mm-hmm. of a city. He's speaking right. that in a room. Public classroom. Well, I don't know if that that's a private school. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. Them is uniforms. That's a private oh, school. Oh yeah, for sure. All them people got money they in there, to go there, and all those people in there, those uh, parents mm-hmm. believe the same thing that teacher believed. Bro, that's exactly what I was thinking, man. I think that teacher for some of them kids, they're just getting confirmation that it's true. So I'm pretty sure that their parents are probably telling them the same thing. So okay, my teacher's saying it too. Well, I know it has to be this way. So that that's exactly where I'm at with yeah. it. Like I I I just think that he is reiterating how they are being raised, mm-hmm. and and this is this is something that see man we always talk about unity and togetherness gotta get there and yeah. shit like that. But at the same time, you got to understand how they view you. And stop always singing and dancing mm. and doing whatever they say do, cause they say do it. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like these are one of those things where I just feel like we already know this, man. Yeah. But but when you but when you look around though, the truth is like supervisors at positions at jobs doctors at high, all the top level positions are held in this country that we live in by you know what I'm saying the white man and and if you ever as a black community ever want to build up some shit for yourself they always find a way to try to take it down mm. you know what I'm saying you're going to have a hard time trying to take this conscious by nature down when we get this juggernaut really rolling, because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have a real hard time taking this shit down. we just well, beginning. Especially when we're speaking about empowering our own, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I need to say I love everybody, but I do. Mm-hmm. But I worry about us. Growing, being strong, being positive, and being together first. I think mm-hmm. that any people should worry about that, especially black people. For sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. When I think about this even deeper, it's just like if we had a secret meeting, I don't want everybody to be there. You can't have everybody right? there. Because yeah. some people were squares and some people was liars and all of that, right? This is real talking anything yeah. when we're talking about the code, right? For sure. Staying on code with us. Mm-hmm. They don't need to stay on code because they run it. Mm-hmm. They got it. That's why you can do that in a school class. Exactly. So mm. ain't, they make the rules. Okay? So he ain't telling too many lies. They're not superior. That's the lie. Yeah. But they are in control of something. Yep. Facts. That's a Facts. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he's able to do that, that's why I keep bringing back critical race theory. But they want to take out real knowledge that can help change a thought process to any and all people to let that happen. Oh, because mm-hmm. that thought See process, what I'm yeah, that 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 thought process would make them feel bad. Right. See, like, I, you know what? This is so crazy. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm so mad you brought up that critical race <laughs> theory. Deep. So critical race theory is, is so 
they're going to take out slavery in schools because yeah, it makes white kids feel bad. But yet we're going to preach to the white children that they are superior. So this in turn is a repeat of history, right? Are, are we not just repeating history? History going way backwards. Come on, man. Now, the thing about it is, is that he can say that. But critical race theory teaches real truth and impacts policy. Policy is the, is the real deal behind it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. If you have that information and you know something is structured not well, like you could say the Constitution is everything you stand on, but Constitution's been fucked. But like, but here go the thing though, Matt. Damn, I'm mad you said that. I'm gonna keep Poli- <laughs> these they they write a policy yeah. and never stick to it. They write some shit, they expect you to do it. Hey, they hold you to the principle of it. You get taxed for it. You got to pay for it. You go to jail for it. You risk your life for it. And they do it and don't shit happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so hold listen. on, man. I want to get art involved. This is going to just take me back to my childhood, man, because, of course, I'm from Southside, Columbus, Southfield. Okay. But then we moved out to Worthington around 1996, right? So I'm going to an all-white school. So when it comes to the slavery pieces, like we're, we're talking about slavery, but just imagine like four, 20 pairs of eyes just zoomed in on you when they talk about yeah. it. So it's kind of like I'm taking these quote unquote bullets for us in that situation when it comes to slavery. And then secondly, I might just have a, um, a mentorship program for uh, black teenagers in high school, uh, all black men. And just the fact that I have to talk about this with them when it comes to white supremacy and how it's going to be faced when you get a job and how it's going to be faced if you're in athletics and then you feel that you're in. It's like, I don't want to tell them, but I have to prepare you for this. You know what I mean? I don't want you to be ignorant for when that time comes. So just all these extra things you have to talk about. My parents telling me what to do when the police pulls me over. It's not the same conversation the white kids don't have with their parents. So it's like all these extra things we have to do for what? To you know stay I mean? alive. Thank you. See, that, like, like to stay alive. To pay put food on the table, to pay bills. See, but just like that, we you we've all dealt with similar things coming up, right? Yeah. And on top of that, mm-hmm. now you and you've already had to you gotta be ready, you gotta be this. Don't do this. Be yep. aware. Yeah. But now you got them saying, hey, fuck you. I'm better than you anyway. What am I to do with that? So what am I to do with that? So now I'm going to take out the shit that, because my parents, and I said it before on here, and a lot of our grandparents didn't have the ability to have the same information as we do. To know what really happened in the past and to see that shit. That's why we're far more conscious than they were. Even though they they was on code. For sure. They didn't know what we know. Motherfucker, I can look it up right now. Hey, yep, this shit happened right here. Yep. I know the lady that killed Emma Till before she died said that it wasn't right, that, that she lied. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. we still got to live through that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to take everything away that can heal it if they wanted to. If they mm-hmm. wanted to heal it, it would, the information is there. I'm telling you, this young generation, them motherfuckers are interracial as hell. They don't want to see color lines. Dog. But... But they're being forced to nope. by those that are still out there. But but at the same time, though, man, they don't want to. They want it. They want it, man. My kids mm-hmm. are far more 
racially diverse in their friend peer groups than I ever was. Mm. And I watch that and I'm like, man, you got your black all together. It's like everybody's cool. That in in the real world, in my heart, it should be just human beings. It should but we be. gotta choose our side but, because we been we fucked on all the time. But you gotta mm-hmm. understand though, man, this is high school. How much do life change after high school? I get it. How much how because much they're how, because 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 okay. they're they're gonna have this choice to where um you know what I'm saying, you wanna be a boss. Or they're going to be like, I've, I've actually heard these people say this before. They say, you want to be a boss or you want to hang out with the monkeys? Mm. You know what I'm saying? What? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to ask him, do he want to be a boss or do he want to hang out with the monkeys? You know what I'm saying? When he at, when they ask that, he's going to say he want to be a boss. Of so course. once it's time to be a boss and shit, high school is over, no more hanging out with the monkeys. Don't play yourself, man. I, man. I mean, I get it, but... but when they're in that young space, yeah. that's actually the right space. That you is the out, right space. You come out into the real world Man. where all of the evils are there to change you and get you. And then that's when you can make bad importance. Yeah, because you're groomed according to your color. You're groomed like you yeah. to be Taken as a black student, you got to have this, straight A's, this. You got to have this. Like, man, they take the most average white cat and try to groom him, and they don't work. They take the next one. To to, to be a brother and get a, a power person, you got to do this. You got to be twice this. as good as everybody else, man. Ten times, fam. You got to do 20 this. years to get in the leadership. Come on, man. 20. Come on, man. Cat motherfucking start the job in a year and they grooming him to be a manager. He don't even know how to do half the shit on the floor. <laughs> don't even know how to do half his job. You know what, man? This has got a good time for a break. <laughs> so, uh, you got anything else on that? I know I'm good, bro. We hit everything. I'm good. I got to say one thing. Yeah, if, if My good. man got one of the freshest Kobe shirts I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, man. I forgot where I, I got it from. Off, man. Oh, yeah. I know where I got it from. Yeah, I'll tell it, you the website when we get off the air. Okay, then. <laughs> he fresh, man. Okay, all right. He fresh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll be back, you know what I'm saying, in a minute. <laughs> Yo, man, we back at the Friday <laughs> show that you love the most. Yeah. Champ, the scholar, we miss you, genius, and exactly. your steadfast, Arthur Poindexter. Yeah. Uh, before we left you, man, we was uh, real deep on the uh, supremacy and talking about uh, grooming. We always talk about grooming. So that leads us into our next topic <laughs> of the grown-up form. <laughs> D, take it away. <laughs> Listen, man. So, I told you how I don't be fucking with Karens. Oh! 
Because they out here, man. Got some Karens and Carls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give them Carls. That's the other name. But Karen, I got a, I saw a video. Uh, brother and his girl is in Spencer Gifts. There's a Karen in there saying that the brother stole her cell phone. We don't have your phone. I, was, I just spoke it right here. You walk right behind right, me. How about you type it in? I didn't take you it. You type it in. I did not take it. <laughs> what would I even do? Is it in your purse, man? Yeah, it is. I'm so oh sorry. God. Really? I am sorry. All right, I cool. Sorry. I apologize. Fuck off. This bitch. Derek, she's accusing this brother of walking up behind her and stealing her cell phone. He is actually being so humble. Mm -hmm. Not like I would have been. His girl is going in on her. The man that took all his stuff out of his pockets, saying that he didn't take it. And she's saying, I know he took my phone. I turned around for one second. You walked up right behind me. The clerk there is trying to call her phone mm -hmm. to see if it's on her person or somewhere in the store. Mm -hmm. She says, well, he would have just turned the ringer off. She would not give okay. the clerk her number. Finally. The clerk gives her his phone to call it. It rings the center purse. This bitch. After all of that, then she tries to apologize. So, Man, so if she would have accused you, Art, what would your reaction have been? If my wife was there? Because you said this girl was there too, right? The girl was there. My wife would have snapped on her. It probably would have got physical. I was, I'm a calm guy. You know what I mean? Of course, in that situation, I don't know what I would do. But if my wife was there, she'll put her paws on her first before okay. I would. Dang. <laughs> I love my I love you, babe, but you are definitely uh you'll handle that situation for me. <laughs> be no problem. But I would just be pissed off knowing I didn't do this, but I see that you're trying to take the easy way out by blaming the black guy. Because mm -hmm. everyone's gonna believe you because they think it's me. But then don't even try to apologize to me. Dude. I think that's even worse. Don't come to me and say I'm sorry when you accuse me for something. His girl said fuck you. Mm. I appreciate that. Oh yeah, for sure. So you know. <laughs> The champ's favorite reaction. What's my favorite word? Biatch. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Why, why would I need to steal your phone? Right. Like, everything I need is in my phone. I have no use for your phone. Not at all. Like, and then it's in your purse. And then you just looking through it and you making excuses. It, it, it almost felt like you seen it in there. Because mm. you dug in there and grabbed it out before it even fucking rang. Mm. Like, I seen you grab it for it. Oh, it's right here. Oh, it and, it and then you pulled it out. Then it started ringing and glowing up. And I was like, well, bitch, if, if you seen it right there, <laughs> then what is the problem? Right, bro. Come on, man. This all just felt like just some just... just like, Back to the teacher speech. Okay. Somebody okay. was in there listening, and she was listening when the teacher was having that speech. Mm, tied together, man. Tied together. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is what I'm talking about when when I say grooming and growing up. That's the speech they giving you as a teenager, and then you grow up and do this bullshit. Mm -hmm. This is what we talking about. You know, it's it's disrespectful <laughs> to put myself in the situation. I, I think I'm calm. 
Nah, he would have choked her. Bro, if you say, I think I'm cold. He would have choked her. He would have choked her. He would have choked her. I'm not that guy. You wouldn't have choked her? Nah, man. But I would have been like, I probably, I can't hold myself back. I'm like, I don't got your motherfucking phone. That's what I would have said. Straight like that. And my wife would have been like, hey. And then she would have got at her too. Um, Just like he said, the the thought process behind... institutional racism and white supremacy. You already have painted us as a derelict people. Mm. There it is. Um, We're robbers, murderers, thieves, killers. That is how you depict black people to the scared white people. And I'm gonna use that term. They that's how they depict us to the world. To the world, Thank yes. You. Because like like if, if if someone comes over from a different country, too. the depiction of what they have seen is what they believe. What they believe. Correct. And that is what they've been given. So yeah. it's not just the perception that is given off to no just doubt. scare white people. It's how they paint the picture worldwide. And it's always on. Oh, for sure. Mm. You want me to go back to Africa, right? When you still rape and rob from Africa every single day to acquire your wealth. You paint Africa as a shithole country with no infrastructure. (laughs) When there's definitely many beautiful places in Africa that you could show. Oh, for sure. But they want to show you the tribal areas that are you know, defunctive infrastructure. Like it's all perception. Mm-hmm. So you paint this picture. You 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 feel like some, there has to be somebody who stole some shit from you. It's like it's numbing. Yeah, yeah. Did not say it's a trend in the yeah. show today. Yeah, sir. Word of the day, bro. It's numbing. It's all just we just numb to it. It, it, it. And you said humble, but I don't even know if if humility was the word. I think he was just numb to it. I'm being accused. Let me just. Oh, here you go. Whatever. All right. All right. And true. let's move on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because his girl was fired up, but it was just like a Tuesday for him. Exactly. It, like, he just handled it like it was a Tuesday. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't understand white supremacists. I never will. How do you feel hey, hey. that somebody's fucking against you when you just said to those kids that you got everything? You 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 know you black, right? So yeah. you, you would never know what it's like to be a white supremacist. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. You feel like the world's against you, but, but you then you just everything. said that you own everything. I mean, come on, man. You're trying to re- you're gonna replace us. Don't replace us. They say we will not replace us. That's what they said at Charlottesville. You mm-hmm. will not replace us. Mm-hmm. But you already got everything, right? You make no fucking sense. Uh, you got something else on that? Um, I just think that the last thing when it comes to just white privilege in general, like it's scary when white people don't know that they have that privilege. You know what I mean? So I forgot where I got this quote from in terms of uh, two fish, you know, going on the water, black fish and a white fish. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's really wet down here, huh? And it's like, we're underwater, I'm wet. You know what I mean? It's like with the white person, they, I know it's probably not the quote, I know I messed it up. Mm-hmm. But just when it comes to privilege in general, it's like when they don't even know that they have that power or realize. that privilege, they don't even realize it. But in this situation, she clearly knew that she did. Yeah. And she knew it was like almost premeditated kind of sounds like in a way. And that's but, every one of these situations that we've dubbed Karen's. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's the speech. It's the same thing. It's the speech. I'm going to call the police on you because I know they're going to do something to you because I feel like it. It's the speech. All right, man. So we're going to move on and uh, lighten it up just a little bit. Man. <laughs> just just a, just a little yeah. bit. We're going to lighten it up, man. You know what I'm saying? What, what's that next topic? So, man, listen. Jesse Smullett. <laughs> Smoye. <yay. laughs> Smoye. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> this man. Shout uh, out to Dave. You know, uh, on Empire, right? Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was doing well. 2019, he uh, was a victim of a crime, so allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> there it is, yeah. Where two MAGA men attacked allegedly. him. Right. Coming out of a Subway sandwich shop. At 2 in the morning, At 2 in the morning and beat him up. So he was convicted of a hate crime. Four out of five counts of disorderly conduct for lying to police Mm. this week. Um, The two gentlemen were were African. So it was a racially motivated homophobic MAGA hate crime. I don't even understand. Wait, I'm confused. They were African? Yeah, two African Mm -hmm. gentlemen. So the two dudes was African. Ain't he black? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it can't be racially motivated. So it's not racial, right? Nah. So two black guys wearing MAGA hats. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they beat him up because he was black and gay. I guess. Oh, Dog. shit. What you got, Art? What you got? It's, it's just like when more evidence came out yeah. showing them at the actual scene of the crime the day before on camera, on camera, practicing this. It's like, yeah. dog, you could have did this in your basement. Anywhere. I'm pretty sure you got a nice house. Anywhere. Your family's been on TV for 100 years. Y'all should have been straight, but it's like, I was just saying earlier, off, offline, off camera, it's like the, the racial type of thing, you should throw out the window. If you had an LGBTQ community backing you, if you say it was just a, like a, a gay crime or a homophobic crime, right. you probably would have got a little more leeway with that. But everything you did with the noose around your neck and right. the poor bleach on me, I'm in Chicago in the winter, it's 20 below zero. Like, what the hell are you doing getting subway? Go take your ass to sleep. Man. Like, what are you doing, dog? So you kind of set this up yourself. I can't even, you can't blame nobody yourself but you. So <laughs> they got you on film practicing. You know what I'm saying? They know you're an actor, so you had a motherfucker getting character for this. <laughs> <laughs> so you went out there, shot your pre-screen, went and got character, and then you came and thought you had a more, what, Oscar-winning performance? Dude, killed his acting career. You know what Bro, I'm saying? Oh, he's done in Hollywood. Yo, he just had a concert. Singing on stage or some shit. Man, ain't nobody go to that concert, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Family and friends. That's it. I don't, I don't know if it was auto tune or not. You, you know, know what's even more ridiculous? It's like I just think about it. he he was trying to set up uh, this hoax for social media because mm. at the time of 2019, oh MAGA yeah, for sure. This, why'd you hire two white guys? Yeah, I think he was doing it to promote his album too. So yeah, the album that was coming out but you too. You hire two African dudes and not two white guys. I don't know. Wearing man. MAGA hats. This Wearing shit is MAGA crazy. <laughs> Pissing off white people too. Like hey, these niggas stealing our hats too. <laughs> Yo, not the two black dudes wearing crazy. MAGA hats, man. Dog. You're fucking kidding me. Like that, that. You went about it all wrong. Terribly. You know what I'm saying? If you was trying to execute for some, uh, for some, uh, what is that? Clout? 
Uh, mm. Yeah, that clout, uh, exposure, exposure uh, advertisement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You on Click TV bait. every Monday. Like, come, come on. on, dog. Prime time. Yeah. But Fox ain't running his album. He was big time on that show, But man. Fox ain't about to run no Hell. Jesse Smoway album. <laughs> nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I feel they you. got their own commercials they running. So he was trying to get some little prestige. Damn. Ride that racial wave, man. I you know, racial stuff that's going on in 2019. I don't respect that either. That shit whack. No, nah, man. Nah, well, I never said that, but you know, we it's a topic and it's it's unbelievable. Oh, anyways, that motherfucker about to go to jail for that shit. Six counts, felony counts. And, you know, it kills me because we just watched uh, Rittenhouse get off and this guy about to go to jail for... You know for, what I'm saying? We, he about to go to jail for faking himself getting beat up and shit. Like, this shit is crazy. Bro... And nobody was killed. No. So you're going to jail for felonies over lies. Yeah, pretty and much. And really it's stupid lies, but not worth going to jail for. Not for three years, man. Come on, man. Yeah, like this shit. This Kyle shit Rittenhouse is, got no time. No time. And you about to go to jail for three years for lying and destroying your career, your acting career, and your music career. Right, that's, that's enough. <laughs> like, that, ain't that enough? Yeah. And then you out here just like the butt of all jokes, like right now. Right, <laughs> it's unfortunate, man. So, he definitely shouldn't do no time out. No, nah, hell no. Nah. He should never. He shouldn't do no no jail time for just yeah. being stupid. Just being hey, stupid. But even though he's a silly dude, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. The book hit harder when you black. Oh shit! Oh man, man they about to say throw the whole word. book at him. Yeah. Hey, hey, how the hell you got six felony counts? Ain't none of these counts dropped. Four out of six, four out of five, motherfuckers still got four. God damn yeah. it! Yeah, guilty for something. Shit. Oh man, shit is crazy. All right, man, we about to move on, man. Uh, my last topic. What's happening? So, <laughs> the genius usually would set these up, but I got a good one for us today. Should a man give up female friends when he gets married? Mm. I want to hear what the fellas got to say with that. We got three married men on on the couch today. Should a man give up his female friends when he gets married? Who wants to start, man? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll start because I was thinking about this uh, yesterday because I actually saw uh, on YouTube uh, Nick Cannon had a clip of his show yesterday and uh, D-Ray Davis and uh, Rosenberg from 97. Uh, they were on there and had the same uh, topic. And um, when it comes to your wife... They're like women, their intuition on things, like it's almost immediate. It's like, I know if you flirt with my man, I know if you're doing this, doing that. So if I happen to have a female friend, she comes around, then my wife's ready to go, okay, well, this looks more like a, a sister Tyler. They go back, way back. Because with my relationship, it's funny because most of her friends, I didn't know until I met her, we actually yeah. grew up in church together. Okay. So I kind of worked out with me. So I have a lot of, not a lot, I have a few female friends I've known for 20 plus years Gonna find out that they're friends with my wife as well, but uh, but outside of that, I'm not bringing all the females <laughs> around, bro. Like I, I can't do it because I want peace in my home. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's just where I stand. I don't really have too many female friends, to be honest, because it works out for me and my wife. But that's my scenario. Oh, no, it's your go, man. Oh, oh, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stick up. It's on me. I could go. Uh, you go. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So, yeah, I've, I've been married uh, 11 years, you know. Uh, Congratulations. Love, love you, baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But um, I think that 
there is room for you to have female friends. Now, um, I probably had maybe two that were really strong mm-hmm. as real friends. Right. You know, and I speak to that because I was a bachelor for a long time before I got married. So some mm-hmm. of them friends wasn't really friends. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. You know, but I knew I had to let that go when I was going to make her my wife. Got you. Yep. Um, those other two friends, we're, we're still friends, but we just don't probably don't talk as much. Yeah, communication not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, that's my wife and I don't see them or, or as much and they moved away. But if they were living closer, I think that we, we could probably be mutual friends. Right. Because there was never anything but that. That part. You know. Yeah. You know. So it's still difficult mm-hmm. to me because like there is I, I wouldn't want if my wife had all kinds of male friends, I probably could deal with them. And I've met some of them in California because that's where my wife is from. Okay. And I'm okay with that. <clears throat> but the young me would have been like, fuck no. Bro, same Mature way. Me is different. Yes. That comes with wisdom and experience. No doubt. Because in my 20s, dog, when I had a, a ex-girlfriend back in the day, man, I always be pissed at all the time and see niggas coming up to her. We'd be out at the club partying. They trying to dance. Like, yeah. I'm pissed off. But now I'm like, I tag as a badge of honor. You think my wife looks good. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just getting older with wisdom and maturity really changes my mindset with that. No doubt, man. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> should a man give up his female friends when he gets married? Um uh, for me personally, uh, <clears throat> the best thing about this is that um, I really only have one serious female friend my like real whole life, mm-hmm. um, and I married her, so uh, <laughs> I didn't really I have to give up any female <laughs> friends because I didn't have any. Remember, I told you the story that. None of my exes like me anyway. I, I you know what I'm wow. saying? Remember, I told you that shit. Like they don't fuck with me at all. I, you, I, I'm about to tap in on that episode. I like that. <laughs> hey, that made it easy. Though. Like yeah, so, for, sure. um, for me personally, when I met her, I was just telling him, like, man, she was so cool. We just got along. We clicked. Matter of fact, if you didn't seen last week's episodes, you know, the first date I was actually referring to our first date where we clicked and hung out funny laugh she was like my only female friend so like i mean i had some growing up but like man when i got older and i just started moving around and shit i just i ain't had no contact with nobody Mm -hmm. so like she was my only female friend so i kept her and now like i i meet females and i might bring them around but shit i pass them straight off to my wife straight up like i meet them you know what I'm saying? We might work out. I might hang out uh, one day and shit. If I invite him to come out and kick it with me and my wife. Yeah. If my wife cool with her, they swap numbers. They get to know each other. Yeah. Shit, I don't got no more contact. <laughs> Straight up until I yeah. motherfucking see him again through my right. to your wife. wife. Yeah. Because I, the relationship <clears throat> is different. I don't think you could really hold. Like right now, I probably couldn't hold a relationship with a friend that's a woman like I, my wife can't do that either like oh that's my friend like nah fuck mm-hmm. that. yeah nah. <laughs> we're talking about old friends too. If, that's what's on my head like you gotta be an old motherfucking friend yeah, you know? yeah. for now, sure no new friends no mm-hmm. no new friends but like an old friend but still even my old friends that i'm like i would consider like my homegirls back in the day yeah 
I ain't in contact with none of them. And then at the okay. same time, like, they marry and I ain't the nigga reaching out like, hey, how you doing? Right. It's been a long time. You want right. to get it? Like, nah, fuck all that. Yeah. That ain't that ain't it. He mm-hmm. understand? Ain't you married, nigga? Right. Right. <laughs> what, what you got to worry about this shit for? Right. Like, that's you, real. That, you tripping. Right. That's true. So, for sure. Um, yeah, I ain't. I ain't got no friends except for you, little mommy. <laughs> uh, you got something else on that? Uh, nah, man. Uh, just like, you know, you have my female friends in high school and college. You know, that's what social media is for. You know, you don't got to comment nothing, like nothing. It's just like, okay, cool. They doing good. Keep scrolling. That's why I keep them friendships. But outside of that, look at my boys. You know, if they're married, if they have girlfriends, snippet others. And of course, you know, those female you know, relationships was there as well. As long as my, you know, my wife is there with, yeah. with me too. Right. So I think that's the only other relationship I have is with my my friends' wives and their girlfriends. But outside of that, you know, being married is enough for me. Damn, man, you cold with it though. You just be on social media scrolling. You don't even like nigga shit. Like you, you so, I don't be. I don't be. Come po- on, man. You ain't like. You know what I'm saying? Still though, you, if you go scroll, at least like a motherfucker. <laughs> shit, you, know, you you're there. Oh, Hit the like okay. button. You know what I'm saying? Right. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> you can like, like the shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got a comment. You know what I'm saying? You got. But goddamn it, you just scroll right past it. At least, well, for give me a yeah. like. What right. kind of shit is that? I, I expose myself. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> he, no, he see your shit right, but he ain't liking your shit. That's some bullshit, man. <laughs> Fucking dudes. Yeah, man. It's just... What you got? You got something else? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, like, once again, if it's a new relationship, I think it's this amount of respect. And we talking about married. Being married. Married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if it was just a relationship, I think oh, it's yeah, a respect different. thing. Yeah. Nah. It's like, nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I agree with that. <clears throat> Should a man give up his friends? Um, I guess it all depends on your wife and how serious you is about your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Personally, man, when you get married and shit, like, I- I'm pretty sure your wife gonna be like, yo, she gonna. Calm some of that shit down. Mm-hmm. Talking all the time, texting and like especially y'all cats that be texting and talking to your friend all the time. Like get some homeboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get some grown men around you. You know what I'm saying? Drink some bourbon, Man. smoke some cigars. Play some United States spades poker. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? You need that, man. And and have some fella time. Yes, you like, need it. Get some testosterone around you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, we live with women all day long. And don't yeah. be one of them dudes that want to argue with your woman about, she's my friend. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? You trying to ruin your relationship? Dog. Where that you know what I'm saying? I done seen that shit before. What, what they be saying again? She's my friend. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? You got a wife, nigga. You like you, wife. you trying to ruin your marriage, bro. Oh, man. You better let that bitch ride. Man. You better forget her. I'll be like, all right, sorry. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I got it, I mean, we was, I still got my friends. Like, I know my one homegirl, Valencia, like, my whole life since the third grade. Yeah. Every now and then, I message her or whatever. Hey, how's your husband? Hey, hey, hey. She live in North Carolina. They're good. Mm-hmm. Good. My wife knows about her. And, like, my other friend, uh, Robin, whatever, I know her. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right. But then I ain't like, hey, how's everything? You right. in town? Fuck right. that. I don't, that. I don't even got that shit. That. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> 
Good show today. Uh, appreciate Arthur coming through, man. Sure. Hey, uh, Scholar, take me up top. Hey, if you are hearing the sound of my voice, please like, subscribe, and share the stream. We really appreciate it, and we love you. Thanks for coming. Arthur Poindexter, take me up top. Okay, so I wasn't ready. Yeah, you know, all you got to do is follow the lead. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean? Just uh, give me an outro, Arthur. For, matter of fact, Gene, just don't cut this out. Let this <laughs> run. Oh, oh, be funny. <laughs> so it let's be funny. try this again. Arthur Poindexter, take me up top. Uh, once again, it's appreciate y'all having me on the show, man. Uh, always love. See y'all soon. See, that was easy, right? I didn't know the verbiage, man. <laughs> I was about to give him a high five, sit up top. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Uh, thank you for tuning in, man. Uh, yeah. It's been a really good episode. Conscious, funny. Uh, ConsciousByNatureApparel.org. Uh, code CBN614. Free shipping. Yeah. Free handling. Get it for your holiday. Nice, yeah. cozy hoodie. Like, it's not even that cold in Ohio right now. Get you a nice hoodie. Rock that joint all, all winter. Hopefully. I mean, what they're doing with global warming. So that, that might be uh, that might be it. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. You got something else? Yeah, I got one more thing, man. Rest in peace to my auntie sister, uh, Bertha Lee Abstin. I love you. Rest in peace. Condolences. Condolences. Love you, sis. That has been another episode of Conscious by Nature, man. Here with the scholar, special guest, Arthur Poindester. Genius, we miss you. Love you, brother. I am the Pretty Boys Champ, man. And this is a wrap. Stay conscious. Peace.